Welcome to another edition of the Vegas Sand Trap. I'm Amanda Robertson along with my cohort, Dennis Silvers, and we are here with Mr. Don Ray from Augusta Ranch. We are coming to you live, very special edition of the show because we're coming to you live from the beautiful Aria Hotel and Casino right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are attending the first ever TechCon presented by the National Golf Course Owners Association. Great two-day event here, wonderful people here, uh, such as our guest. And go ahead, kick it off, Amanda. Yeah, so uh, Don, um, tell us a little bit about your golf course and where you're located and um, how, how it is being here at the TechCon. Uh, Augusta Ranch Golf Club is a par 61 golf course in East Mesa, so kind of on the east side of Phoenix. Um, it's a great golf course. You know, during six months of the year, we get all the winter visitors out there. Yeah. So we try to tend to them. And then in about April, you know, they all go back home. And then we work on our junior programs. Nice. So we do a lot of fun stuff out there. We put big movie screens on the driving range for drive-in movie nights. We do a uh, big thing right now is night foot golf. Everybody's kind of oh. heard of foot golf. We bought 60 LED soccer balls, so we play night foot golf. So now I can do that during my peak season, but not have foot golfers out there with the regular golfers, because sometimes some of those guys don't like that. That's awesome. um, So, yeah, I mean, we're all about family, fun, and fitness. It's kind of what we tell everybody, because golf is a game of forever, right? So, uh, you know, we just, our biggest why out there is we're, we're just about the community. We're about families and and I just believe golf is a great way to bring families together. That is absolutely. We kind of do that during the day because we put blindfolds on them. Sure. So they think they're out there at night. Yeah, right. And so they, they, they have a lot of Anyway, you've been a member of this organization for yeah. a long time. Let yeah. me ask you this. What do you think the viability of this organization is? Number two, what, do you, what does it bring to the table for you as a golf course owner? Yeah. Viability, I mean, this association is the best thing that happened to golf to be, in my opinion. You know, I think that... You know, the, the PGA's got its place, and it's awesome. 27,000 members, we're giving lessons, we're going the game. That's our mission. That's what we do. The NGCOA, I, fits, I think, fits in there. For me, as an owner-operator in, in Mesa, Arizona, you know, for us to have an organization that's going to go to bat for me legislatively, mm-hmm. you know, right. who's up on Capitol Hill when the property taxes or the, the blower laws come in where they don't right. want to have gas blowers like what just happened in Palm Springs? It's a big deal for me. Right. Who's on my side for that? Because as an individual, you know, I can stand in any courtyard at U.S. Capitol and, and, and complain about what's going on. But if I've got a couple buddies, I'm better if I've got an association that's even better. Right. So I think the NGCOA, what they do for me is, one, bringing some of my brethren together so we get together at TechCon and things like this to talk about our struggles. I think that we get good ideas that way. And, you know, that's the power of any association. But more importantly, guys like Ronnie Miles, Jake Heron, these guys are going to bat for us on a national level to make sure our voices are heard. That's what changes, I think, the game of golf. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now we know Amanda why he's on the board of directors. He's a, <laughs> yes. great, he's a great poster child for, the, for this organization. Don, let me ask you this. A, a lot of uh, parts in the country, the game is suffering. The game is soft, especially yeah. here in, in the Valley here sure. in Las Vegas. What can you do as an owner to, and I, again, I hate the term, to grow the game what changes would you like to yeah. see made in order to, to get the game out to more people yeah. and to bring the golfers back that have left the game? Yeah, right. I mean, that's a big question. I, I think, you know, at Augusta Ranch, we just try to make golf fun. Uh, you know, hey, I'm all about, I, you know, I love to go out with my group of guys who are really serious golfers and playing events and stuff like right. that. That's cool. But bringing families together, I, you know, my daughter's 14 years old, and I guess they're calling this generation the centennials. You know, they're not the millennials. Right, right. Right. But you know what centennials like to do? They like to have experiences. They like to figure things out. They like when there's rules. My daughter likes when there's rules to things. So the big 8-inch cups and changing the game that way, I think the game is fine. 
You know, I go bowling, but I don't want the bumpers in the gutters. I want the gutter right. there because right. when I get a strike, it means something. Right. Golf's the same way. I, I, I think the cup needs to stay the same. I think the rules need to stay the same. I like what the USGA did on the rules, and I think that's a great thing. But when it comes down to me as an operator, what I want to do is just make, hey, this game is good for families. So whether it's glow golf or foot golf or it's just a four-person scramble, as long as they're out there having a good time and everybody gets to play their own game. Hey, if you want to kick your ball out of the rough, right. go ahead. Right. You want to play by the rules, do that too. Right. Right. Golf is for everybody, but what it's about is taking pictures on the golf course of the wildlife, of your family, of your golf swing, of your hole-in-one, whatever it might be, and then sharing that with everybody going, hey, you want to do something outside that's fun? This right. is it. Well, before Amanda gets in, you, you yeah. bring me to another question with the rule changes by sure. the USGA. Do you think, in your opinion, there should be two sets of rules, one for right. professionals like yeah. Amanda and one for us amateurs? You know, I don't think it has to be official that way. I think just let guys play how they want. Now, granted, if you're going to post a score, you know, you got to play by a certain amount of rules if you're going to get a handicap, yes. right? I get it. But... You know, I just think as a golf course owner, you know, we, I've got a men's club. And so when it said that guys couldn't, uh, you know, put their putter against them, listen, I have a men's club handicap, and, and, and they all have USJ handicaps sometimes too. But for our men's club, we have our own men's club handicap. Uh-huh. So, hey, you can do that. You want to anchor, anchor. Right. If that makes you make a four-footer right, I mean, come on, I'm so trying to it. make a four-footer. I agree, I agree. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't think there has to be an official bifurcation of the rules. I think the tour should play by one set of rules, but I think we should just be a little lax on a community golf course level and let guys have a good time. And when you're ready to play by the rules, knock yourself out. They're there for you. Right, and I think that draws a lot of people to want to play the sport because there there is some flexibility in there. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and tour players and playing on tour, there has to be rules and there has to be Mm -hmm. tradition. But if Mm -hmm. you want to kick it out of the rough, kick it out of the rough. <laughs> hey, if you can't hit two out of the sand, then it's a hand wedge. Exactly. Right. No, right. I'm getting tired of, tired of dropping balls out of my pants because sometimes. I'm tired of it. Anyway, I, uh, you're involved with the PGA of America, great yeah. organization. My sure. good friend Paul Levy, who yeah. you know is the president, doing a great job. Sure. What uh, what benefits again? You must well, you must love the programs that they introduced to help yeah. grow the game with the junior golf program and the yeah. educational programs and mm-hmm. such as that. Well, there's so many resources yeah. as a PGA member. I think there's strength in numbers. That's what the PGA is about, right? right. 27,000 members and apprentices who all care about the game. Mm-hmm. And so when these guys get together and they say, how can we make the game better? Okay, we need some collaborating force, though. I think the PGA of America right. does that. And we say, hey, there's some good ideas, and I think some top-down things can happen. Just to st- you know, just to stir up some great ideas for the PGA member themselves. But it's going to happen at the golf course level. It's got to be granular. A PGA member's, you know, if the PGA identifies, hey, what's the program for girl who doesn't make her jv high school team does she fall off, or her, her jv golf team or her right. high school golf team does she fall off the grid well who's who's got a program for that so i think if the pj america tells our members listen we've identified some gaps you should do a program that does that operation 36 is a great program that really identifies a gap of hey let let's let people play from shorter yardages a fun app to record what sure. you're doing right. sure so i think the pj is doing its job and it's not to mandate anything but to provide ideas, provide education, provide resources so the PGA member can be successful. Right. And I think, um, you know, you said it's all about numbers and having people come together to help. And I think the progression of golf we talk about all the time. And it's not going to just get there by one or two or three. But I think, where do you think that the progression of golf in, especially being in Arizona, um, I'm there as well. And, And with golf courses, where do you think that progression is going? And 
can we get it moving in a in a faster pace to get more families yeah. involved and well you know viral anything that goes viral <laughs> takes a while but then all of a sudden you're like what happened it was yeah. an overnight success <laughs> right. Right. i right. think as long as we're doing things that are addressing some of the millennial needs and what they want right we can't ignore them and say well this is the game like it or not no, if I'm going to have speakers on the golf cart so that they can listen to their music, if I'm going to have wacky tournaments where they can wear funny golf clothes, which we used to make fun of the Sansa belts, that's a cool thing yeah, for right. a millennial. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to dress I'm like a golfer. Like yeah. Dude, I'm going sure. down. I'm that's smoking great. cigars. Any of those things that I right. used to make fun of my grandpa to do, I'm going to do because yeah. you know what? I dig it. It's fun. Right. It's a selfie moment. So the progression just simply has to be having tournaments, events, socially, nine holes and then nine holes of cornhole or nine holes of, of you know, video golf. I don't right, care what it right. is. Let's just get a little bit of golf in there, a little putting contest, a little glow yep. golf. Get them to a golf course where they start associating golf courses with fun. And all of a sudden, they'll start telling their kids. Their kids will grow up on golf courses like we used to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, golf will just be in the fabric of what we do in the United yeah, States exactly. and what we do in sport. Before I let you go, let me get to yeah. a serious question. Arizona, like Southern Nevada here, has a sensitivity to water, sure. uh, as other parts of the country uh, do. How sensitive uh, are you as an owner, and what are the, some of the things you do to to help preserve water, yeah. different kind of turf, so on and so forth? And uh, and where do you think that's leading throughout the country that has a water problem? What could course well, owners yeah. do? Well, I, I think, you know, the GCSAA does a tremendous job, the superintendents. Right. I think we just got to get the word out. I mean, do people in Arizona know that we use less than 2% of the potable water? I mean, we bring $4 billion of economic impact to the state of Arizona, the golf industry does, and we use less than 2% of the water. We have to tell that story. We're already great stewards of water. Are we removing some grass areas? Sure. Yeah. And that's just being good stewards of water. But right. ultimately, as, a, as the owner of Augusta Ranch, water is money. Water costs money, so I need to manage any resource that costs me money. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to manage water because, one, it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do for the environment, right. for my daughter Katie. But it's also the right thing to do as a business because I want to keep those expenses down. So I think, really, we just need to stay the course. we just got to let everybody out there. Every golfer yeah. should have some talking points, some speaking points. If somebody asks them, oh, man, I hear golf uses a lot of water. Did you know Arizona uses less than 2%? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, and in a nation, in California, it's less than 1% of yeah. the potable yeah. water. That's, that's Come on, are you kidding me? Let's just tell that story. Right. If i got to put a sign underneath the scorecard on every golf cart yeah. right. so that I can, I need to educate, I got to educate right. PJ pros, i got to educate golfers. Absolutely. So they we're in a little cocktail party, right. you start telling the true story of golf, right. not with the perception. No, that's, sure. that's, that's very well said. Another great guest, Don Ray here on the Vegas Sand Trap. So I'm Dennis Silvers. And I'm Amanda Robertson. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the golf course. So long, everybody. Adios. And it's not going well. You need a something to break this spell. Some aiming oil could do the trick, but no one's in sight, and we need some. Having a corporate or charity golf event? Backswing Golf Events can supply your tournament with personable, professional golfers to entertain and fundraise on the golf course. They can accommodate any size group, whether it be three players to 500. They are your team. From range lessons, beat the pro, and pro-am style roaming, they're making lasting memories one swing at a time. So make sure to check out BackswingGolfEvents.com or call us direct at 661-316-3093 and book your pros now.